Welcome to the Live Inspired Podcast. My name is Zahida Mohammadi and I am an emotional mastery and business mentor, boundaries expert, mum to two very special souls and the founder of the Live Inspired Academy. If you are looking to upgrade your relationships, your business and your life and yourself, then this is the place for you. Nothing fires me up more than helping people overcome their limits, discover their gifts, reconnect to their authenticity, their natural fitra, the unique way that they connect to others and their creator so that they can bring those gifts into the world and live with purpose and passion. And that is what this podcast is all about. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of inspiration to help you connect to all the possibility and potential that exists within you. Here, you'll find all the tools, resources, strategies, and teachings that you need on your self-development journey. Thank you for choosing to be here. Let's get inspired. You are here. Welcome to another episode of Live Inspired with Zahida. Today, as I record this podcast episode, it's the day after the doors to my signature program, Relationship Revolution, closed. And I'm sitting here and reflecting because every time I actually open enrollment to any of my big programs, I like to take some time and just step back and review over everything, think things over. For me, Live Inspired is something that is done with a lot of purpose and consciousness, alhamdulillah, which means that there's a bigger picture for it with me. And bear with me here because there is a point to all of this that's going to come back to you and your life and your relationships. You might have enrolled for Relationship Revolution this round 2022, or maybe you are a past member who is returning this year. Or maybe you did the drama detox with me or you were following on with my social media posts and you got an idea of what Relationship Revolution was about, but you didn't actually join. It wasn't your time this time, for whatever reason. And as I'm reflecting on all of this, to me, I know each and every person who came into Relationship Revolution, and Alhamdulillah, what a group. There's so many of you that actually decided to join this round, and I could not be more excited to facilitate you through this transformative and I don't say this lightly life-changing journey but it got me thinking about all of this as I was sitting back as I was reflecting I'm thinking about what is you know what is the intention and the energy for the relationship revolution 2022 group I did some journaling about it wrote down a few things and it got me thinking about the idea of how we often do things with the intention of trying to change other people. And what I mean by that is you might have certain people in your life who you really, really want the way they treat you or the way they react to you to change. Or maybe you want to change the way that they make you feel. And so you spend a lot of time and energy, not because you're controlling. No, you spend a lot of time and energy trying to convince them or do things in a way that you hope will convince them that they should change. 
and you hope that once they change, you will feel different, right? Because if they treat you differently, then you will feel differently. And this just makes logical sense. If you think like this, then most people do think like that. But here's the problem with that. How is that working out for you? I'm guessing it's not. (laughs) How much success are you having with getting anyone in your life to change their behavior or their reactions or the way that they treat you? Probably not much. In fact, it's probably only bringing you frustration, anger, resentment, bitterness, disappointment, or all of the above. But you might then ask, Saida, what am I supposed to do? Am I just supposed to allow them to treat me in a way that I don't like? Am I just supposed to overlook the fact that they don't meet my needs? Whether it's your partner, whether it's your family, whether it's your parents or your siblings, or maybe even your children or your colleagues, your boss, your friends. If there are relationships in your life where you feel undervalued, unappreciated, maybe even taken advantage of, Maybe you feel like you're always there for them and they are never there for you. And so you're wondering, am I now suggesting that you should just turn the other cheek and as we you know, often say in our community, make sabar, although if you've been with me in the Live Inspired community for a while, you know that the true understanding of sabar is quite different, but that's a topic for another day. Is that what I'm suggesting? Am I suggesting that you should just overlook and settle being treated badly or being treated not according to the level to which you think you should be treated in a fair way. I mean, it's not unreasonable demands that you're making, right? The problem is it doesn't work and it's bringing you a lot of frustration, anxiety and all those emotions I spoke about earlier on. So what do you do? If you, if you don't push back, it only makes it, it feels like it's making it worse, but also causes frustration. And if you don't do anything about it, then there's no chance of getting what you want, right? And I'm going to say something that almost sounds counterintuitive, and you're going to feel resistance to it, especially if you're someone who has never done any of my programs, you haven't done relationship evolution or boundaries evolution, or any of my programs, you are going to feel, I'm warning you now, (laughs) this is a disclaimer, you are going to feel resistance to what I'm saying right now. So what am I saying? I am saying that the only way to change other people, change how they treat you or how they make you feel, is by changing yourself first. And immediately a war is going to come up and you're going to go, that's ridiculous either. I have done everything. I have tried everything. It doesn't work. Why should I have to be the one that's changed? that needs to change when they are the ones that are not doing what they're supposed to do. They're not playing their part. Why should I have to change? That's not fair. Hear me out. People respond to the energy you bring to the relationship. I'm going to say that again. People respond to the energy that you bring into the relationship. Have you ever noticed? Sometimes someone can walk into a room and they're bright and they're upbeat and they're positive. And even if you didn't feel like you were in such a good space, you kind of feel better just by being around them. Similarly, you could be like in a fairly neutral or even in a good mood and someone walks in and suddenly they're in this bad mood, irritable mood, and you kind of feel your own mood fizzle out. Now, there's actually a neuroscientific reasoning behind this. It's called mirror neurons. And 
the concept, basically, very simply put, is that we feed off each other's emotions and energy. Now you may say, well, Zaira, what's happening is these people are bringing their bad mood and it's deflating me. In order for you to have more autonomy in how you feel, you have to, number one, learn the skill of processing emotions that you don't like. So you need to have skills and tools to process emotions like anger, fear, doubt, anxiety. And as you begin to do that, you will find that more and more you are able to hold an energetic vibration that is very grounded. And as you do that, the other people in your life start to shift as well. One of the overwhelming responses and feedback that I get from my past students of Relationship Evolution and Boundaries Evolution, and if you're not sure what those two programs are and how they fit in with each other, be sure to listen to the previous podcast episode where I interviewed a past student of mine who did Relationship Evolution and then Boundaries Evolution in that sequence, and what she had to say about the process and what she got out of each of those programs. Coming back to what I'm saying, if you're one of my past students, the feedback that I constantly get from past students of mine, past members, is that, and this applies to those of them who really did the work and applied what they learned in the programs and engaged in the transformative process, is that they are amazed by how people in their life respond to them differently. People in their life treat them differently. Not because they're suddenly more... um, you know, aggressive or anything like that, quite the opposite. In these programs, they, in my programs, they learn how to be better communicators, more compassionate. They learn how to empathize with other people. I got a message, I get a lot of messages like this from past students saying, hey, you know, the situation happened. And in the past, I would have never been able to see it from this person's perspective. Now I can actually empathize. I can understand where this person is coming from. I can understand what they're doing. And at the same time, I have built up my self-worth enough through the programs, through RR and BR. I'm in a grounded enough emotional state. I can process my emotions successfully on my own to the extent that my self-worth is so solid that as much as I can be compassionate to this person and their behavior, at the same time, I don't allow them to walk all over me. I can still stand up for myself in a respectful, mature, grounded, non-aggressive way. And it's mind-blowing for them because they have spent, just like you, they have spent years, decades, a lifetime trying so hard to change the other person. And what they discovered in a few months of the program or maybe a few months after the program is that that approach didn't work. And simply by working on themselves, doing their self-development work, doing their inner work, they were able to change how they responded to situations, how they communicated, how they reacted. And in turn, this changed the other person's responses. See, when you work on yourself internally, it creates a ripple effect around you. You cannot do internal work without it affecting every single person in your life in some way. It will affect the way you parent. It will affect the way you react to your children. It will affect the way that you understand them. The same applies to your spouse, to your siblings, to your parents, to your in-laws, your extended family, even strangers that you meet. You will find that suddenly the world opens up to you and you start to see things in entirely different ways. So at this point, you might be saying, Zyla, you know what? I missed the boat. 
I didn't join relationship revolution. Maybe next time at the relationship revolution or boundaries revolution is going to be something that you are a part of. So you're wondering, what can I do in the meantime? Well, I have a suggestion for you. I want you to start thinking about why you respond the way that you do to certain situations. I want you to start opening and expanding your mind to start to see things or allow yourself to see things in different ways. And you can use this very simple statement that is actually very, very powerful. And let me just tell you, the first couple of times you do it, you're not going to say it and you're going to say, okay, Zyla, <laughs> like nothing much happened, right? But I'd like for you to consistently repeat this or write it down daily or write it down on a piece of paper that you see often, for example, in front of the fridge or your, your steering wheel or maybe have it as the background wallpaper on your phone. It is safe for me to see and experience the world in new ways. It is safe for me to experience myself, to experience and see myself in new ways. It is safe for me to see and experience others in new ways. Now you might wonder, this is just a simple statement, what difference is it going to make? We run like millions of thoughts through our mind every single day. But if you had to sit and analyze those thoughts, you might actually find that a lot of your thoughts run on a repetitive loop. You tend to think the same old thoughts, you just recycle the same thoughts day in and day out. And according to neuroscience, wherever you place your focus, it tends to expand that. And what I mean by that is the more you think about something, the more you fixate on it, the more you focus it, the more you notice that in your environment. For example, if you see, if you think to yourself, you know, I have this function to attend and I really need a red dress. Maybe it's like a special party where you have to have a red dress. And you're like thinking, where am I going to get a red dress? Maybe start Googling it. Maybe start looking around. And suddenly you start noticing red dresses everywhere. You see a picture in a magazine. You see a girl, woman walking by and she's wearing a red dress and think, oh, it needs to be more like that. No, no, no. Actually, I don't like that type of red dress. I might want mine to be more like it. And you start to formulate this idea of what you do and don't want in the red dress. But you suddenly start noticing red dresses everywhere. Now, does that mean that there are suddenly more red dresses in the environment? No. Those were always there. But because you are focused on it, because you are, you are having repetitive thoughts around it, you will notice it more. Right now in your environment, you are hyper-focused on certain things that maybe you don't want to be focused on. Maybe they're things that bring you anxiety. Maybe they're things that bring you frustration, irritation. Maybe all you're noticing in your spouse or your children or your or your in-laws, or your colleagues, or your siblings. Maybe all you're noticing in the, are the things that grate your nerves. And the more you notice them, and the more you play that thought out, I wish they wouldn't do this. It's so irritating when they do that. Ugh, why can't they just? The more you notice this in your environment. And what that does is it actually limits you. It limits your perspective. Because you're not seeing the other attributes they have. You're not seeing opportunities where you could change the pattern of how you communicate or react to them that could lead to a very different interaction and experience with them. 
Because as long as you keep fixating on that same loop of what frustrates you and angers you, that is all you will see. For me, this is beautifully applied or beautifully shown in the ayah where, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, if you are grateful to me, I will increase you. And Allah says when we give gratitude for certain things, He will expand that in our lives. He will expand other things in our lives. He will bring us more for which we can be grateful for. But notice that it says, if you are grateful, then I will increase you. Notice the sequence there. You have to take that step of being grateful. And before you can actually be grateful, you have to notice the thing that you have to be grateful for. Because it's so easy to just ignore the things that we have to be grateful for. And before you can notice that, your attention and your thoughts have to be primed to observe it in your environment. So by saying something as simple as, it is safe for me to see and experience the world, myself and others in new ways, and repeating that to yourself, you are now priming your mind to observe different things, observe new things within yourself, within your environment, within the others around you. Then you start to notice it. Hey, I never noticed this person in my life. Actually, that's a really good quality they have. Hmm, I'm grateful for that quality. And then guess what? It is a law. It is Allah's law. The minute you give gratitude for it, Allah expands it. He expands that and brings more for you to be grateful for. But it starts with you. So saying something as simple as the statement can actually be very, very powerful. And I've just broken this down for you. When you say it, you are introducing a new thought pattern, a new thought loop. And as you say that, it gives you the ability to observe something different in your environment. You start to notice things that you didn't notice before, things that you have to be grateful for. And as you give thanks for them, Allah says that he will reward you, right? He will reward you. But Allah also says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also says that most of them are ungrateful. Most of them are ungrateful. And what does this tell us? You can be of those who are grateful or not. The choice is entirely yours. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed you with the capacity to, to be grateful, but you have to use that capacity. So by taking the step of simply saying a statement like this and then allowing yourself to be open to seeing the good in your life, it can have a pretty powerful ripple effect. But will you try it out? Will you implement it? I really, really hope that you will. Because on so many levels, it can be beneficial to you, inshallah. So, notice in your life where you are focused on trying to change other people. And then observe. How is that working out for you? How is it making you feel? Is it bringing you joy? Or is it bringing you misery? You have more power than you think within you. And here it comes back to you. And this is just a small tool that I give, I've given you that could have very, very big impacts if you implement it. But this self-development world is so expansive and there's so much for you to explore. I have been in this field for well over a decade. I would say 
pretty much from the time I was a teenager. And, you know, I studied psychology and so on. So I was always in this field. But my deep inner work started just over a decade ago. Alhamdulillah. And yet I never stopped delving. I never stopped learning. And it's the same for some of my students as well. You know, they start off with relationship evolution and then they, they, might, first, they might first start off with something like a new you or conscious communication and then they join in for relationship evolution and then they progress onto boundaries evolution and then go further and further in certain, you know, elements that are only accessible to those who have been through my RR and BR programs. But that journey, what it does is it, these programs become a catalyst a catalyst for expansion, a catalyst for growth, a catalyst for delving inwards. And even me, my personal journey still continues because I want to be able to, you know, offer the best I can with the resources Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given me and offer the best resources to my clients and my students as well. And you guys who are listening here as well, inshallah. So I hope that you'll give this a go. And if you do, if you do consistently give this a go for a couple of weeks at least, notice what's if there are any shifts notice what comes up for you and i would love to hear from you you know you can leave a comment in uh in the comments below or you can come onto my instagram at liveinspiredza and you can comment on my recent instagram post or drop me a dm and let me know how this exercise went for you remember i am open i am open to seeing myself others and the world in new ways I'm open to experiencing life in new ways. Till next time, stay inspired. I will chat to you soon.